Hey everybody, welcome to Medical Stories from Hell. I'm your host, Rubber Ducky, or just Ducky for short. Hey everybody, so uh, this will be episode four. Uh, I know I fucked up on my last one and said four until about, I don't know, two minutes in. And I'll correct myself at episode three. Um, so yeah, episode three was kind of a uh, was kind of a heartbreaker, I guess, for some people. Um, I got a couple uh, emails back. Um, got a couple new follows on Twitter. Um, I'm also experimenting with the, uh, with the audio recording. Uh, I noticed that the last one was kind of, uh, was kind of low. Uh, so I turned the gain up on my, uh, interface and I turned the recording volume up on the, uh, up on the track for GarageBand. Um, but, uh, so on this episode, I'm going to make a little, uh, lighter hearted, uh, even a little fucking disgusting, I guess. Um, so <laughs> I definitely want to hear your guys' opinions back about this story. Um, and it'll kind of, it'll help me redo episode six cause I've already been planning for it. Um, so I remember, um, when I was, uh, when I first got out of CNA class and got my licenses and stuff, you know, they told us at my job and they even told us in school that, uh, that you're, that uh, CNAs and techs aren't allowed to do enemas or anything like that. So obviously when I started working at a hospital and people needed, uh, lactulose enemas, KX late enemas, soap suds, uh, fleets, you name it, you know, <laughs> Uh, I had to assist with all of those and uh, Tylenol suppositories and all that bullshit too. So, uh, <laughs> so I'll never forget. Uh, you know, I, th- I always thought lactulose enemas were bad. I knew KXLAD enemas were bad because they were painful as hell and they make your stomach cramp. Uh, soap suds enemas weren't that bad. You know, hey, it's no worse than a douche, I guess. But uh, <laughs> the uh, the first enema that I did as an ER tech a couple of months ago uh, was the worst experience I've ever had in my entire fucking life. Like, I would rather have my ribs broken again than have to do another, uh, what do we call it, a smog enema. So, I can't remember the exact ingredients, but uh, it's a two liter enema bag and you uh, fill it with a liter of water and then you mix it with a 500 milliliter bottle of uh, magnesium citrate, mag citrate. Uh, you pour a 250 milliliter bottle full of glycerol in it. Um, and then there's two other components of it, and I can't, or mineral oil and something else. Man, I cannot fucking remember what the other one is, but yeah, uh, mag cit. Um, uh, Maxit, glycerol, mineral oil, and something else. I don't remember what else. But anyway, you mix all this up in a bag with uh, about a liter of hot water. You prime your line, and uh, you put your little bit of lube on the end of the enema tube and just to be nice. Um, so a nurse recruited me and a new grad nurse who had never done one either to go to this room. And... Uh, we knew that we would be in there for a while, so we told our uh, we told our coworkers, "Hey, we're going to be busy, so if you need us, this is where we are." Whatever. So, uh, I want to name my coworkers uh, K and M. Uh, so, K 
Kay is the lead nurse on this. She's been a nurse for about 16 years, and uh, she grabs me and M for uh, for this smog. And I'm excited. I'm like, hell yeah, let's get this shit done. Literally, let's help this old lady shit, you know? And uh, so we go in this lady's room, and uh, she had already shit a little bit, which kind of made me confused. Uh, when we pulled her brief off, it was just like a little little hard cow patty. And I said, but Kay, she's already, she's already shit, so why do we need to do this again? And uh, she said, hold on. She said, you'll see. So uh, she said, double glove for me, please. So I did. And uh, she said, all right. She said, take your index finger, feel around this woman's anus, and tell me what you feel. And it literally felt like there was a fucking rock in there. And that's what I told her. And she said, exactly. She says, so we're going to help get this fucking rock out. So M is just standing in the corner ready to hand us washcloths and chucks and whatever else we need. And uh, so I mix all this stuff up in the bag for Kay. And uh, so I mix all this stuff up in a bag. And uh, and uh, and it just looks disgusting already. It doesn't look as bad as a KX Aladium, but it still looks pretty fucking gross. So I prime the line, put a little bit of lube on it, and I hand it to her, and she's like, all right. She said, you're going to hold this poor little lady over while I do this to her. I said, okay, fair enough. So uh, so, she, so Kay puts the enema tubing in, and uh, it's not flowing. Like, nothing is moving. It's just completely stopped up. She's like, yeah, there's some resistance there. I think we need to break it up. And I was like, with what? She said, oh, just watch. So she takes the enema tube and, and uses it as like a snake to try to break up the shit in this woman's ass. And her rectum starts to, in the porn world, you'd call it gape. But in the medical world, we call it dilate. Um, so her rectum starts to dilate and just little clumps of shit start to come out of little foamy water from the mag citrate. <laughs> Now, at this point, this lady is, like, gripping onto my arm for dear life. I honestly still have the nail marks in my arm. It'll probably always be there. Um, <laughs> but uh, Kay is like, this still ain't working. We're going to have to manually disimpact her. And I, just the look on mine and M's face, we just lost all color and all will to live at this point, honestly. So Kay clamps the enema tubing and pulls it out she's the end of it and uh takes her index finger and starts digging shit out of this lady's rectum and it wasn't enough to just use one finger she used four Kay used four fingers on this lady to dig the massive amounts of shit out of this woman's asshole this lady is like trying to climb over the rails and she's screaming to stop. She's crying. And I just, I felt so fucking bad. Like you just have no idea. <laughs> and, uh, well, like Kay says, well, I think that's enough. Uh, so he said, I think that's enough fisting for the day. Uh, so Kay takes the, uh, the enema tube and once again and puts back in there and lets, lets it fill her up. And literally the biggest colon cleanse came out of this lady I've ever saw in my life like her shit was just like bubbly and foamy and it just ran out in the floor everywhere fucking disgusting but honestly I've never had somebody pat my arm while they were explosively shitting and say thank you I feel so much better 
I shit you not, this poor little old lady, she she just grabbed my hand and patted it while she was crying and pushing all this shit out of her. And she says, honey, I thank you all. I feel so much better. And honestly, it was the best feeling in the world to get thanked by somebody we just literally anally fisted <laughs> the shit out of her rectum and she's thanking us for it. You know, some people say that they have a bad job and some people would think that this was was horrible. But honestly, this was one of the best things that I've ever done in my job because, I mean, you know, we're here to help people. And and that's really all it is. I mean, you can't think of it as, hey, I just fisted this lady's ass and grabbed shit out of it. You have to think of it as, I, as unfortunate as this is and painful as it is for my patient, I'm helping them. I'm being a good advocate for them and I'm helping them. And uh, her and her whole family thanked us. But the entire time this was going on, M was over in the corner with the trash can in front of her, just throwing washcloths and throwing chucks at us because she was so sick. She was a new grad nurse and had never had to do anything like that. And I'm pretty sure at one point she was trying to climb over the door just to get out of the place, and it was hilarious. But uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed that one. That's uh, that's a little lighthearted compared to the last one. and uh, this little tidbit here I've done uh, for episode five also. Um, this next episode, I talk about professionalism in the workplace. Um, I've been having some issues with that myself, so I figured it was kind of a, a pertinent topic to talk about, uh, and I think everybody could benefit from it. I also share a story from uh, from one of my listeners, and uh, what they went through is pretty rough, so uh, make sure you tune into the next episode. And don't forget to uh, follow me on Twitter at, at RubberDuckyMed. Uh, send your stories in to medicalstoriesfromhell at gmail.com, and I'll censor them and review them as I see fit. Uh, every story that you guys share or anything that, or any questions that you guys ever have for me, that uh, that really makes things interesting for another episode. Um, I know that uh, some of these episodes are around 20 minutes long, some are less, some are more. Um until I can get some more concrete stuff to talk about in one episode, I'm going to try to limit it to about 30 minutes. Um, SoundCloud also uh, restricts how much I can upload at a time in a month. Uh, so I hope that's reset already. Um, but I'm going to try to have episodes three, four, and five uploaded by, um, by the weekend. Uh, so by July 28th and 29th, um, that would be Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I want to try to have them uploaded by then. It may be before, it may be after. Uh, since this isn't a nationally rated podcast yet, I don't really think the schedule matters so much as long as I try to stay consistent. Uh, but I do want to stay consistent for you guys that are actually interested in this and uh, want to keep it going and make it a make it a community thing that uh, you know that we can all love and enjoy and share our stories with. Um, that's kind of the whole reason I started this was, you know, we don't get a chance to vent. We don't get a chance to, you know, share our stories with the world because of HIPAA and because of other privacy issues. Uh, so that's why I'm having to be as safe as I can with some of the things that I say. That's why I give aliases to people. That's why I give abbreviations to names. That's why I don't even mention names sometimes. Uh, I'd never mention a facility that I work at. I only mention units. Um, and I'm trying to keep, uh, my identity is uh, as secret as I can. That's why I go by a nickname. Uh, I haven't shared this with the people that I work with besides my very close friends. Uh, 
you know, it's just better that way. One of these days, I'll let everybody listen to it. Uh, but until I can establish myself as a dependable worker at this job, I've only been there a year. And le- until I can establish some seniority there, uh, I just really have to be careful about the things that I do and the things that I say, uh, which I'll talk about in my next episode too with professionalism. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm really great. I'm really, uh, uh, I'm really appreciative of all the support that I'm getting and every, uh, and every email means a lot. So uh, just keep them coming guys. Keep the follows rolling in on Twitter. Uh, make sure to share, uh, my pinned tweet and, uh, make sure you check me out on iTunes and SoundCloud under the name medical stories from hell. And the artist is rubber ducky. Obviously that's me. Uh, but yeah, thanks guys. Have a good one.